It is time to examine the Bible and use your power of reason. This podcast was reproduced from an earlier broadcast on Facebook Live. Wednesday. My name is Judith Mendoza. I am an ordained minister and a witness of Jehovah. And so today I will be considering the uh, continuing the consideration of the life of Jesus. And so I thank you for joining me today. And so the last time I had considered that the astrologers had visited Jesus and that this bright star had directed them first to Herod, the king, but then they were directed by the star to Jesus, but first stopped by Herod the king. And so we know that that star that came from the east must have been none other than Satan's star. Uh, as we know in other scriptures, the Bible tells us that the Satan or the someone who opposes that is what satan means a resistor someone who resists and so satan resists god and he opposes god so that's what the word satan means so in reality anyone can be a satan uh, if we oppose to god so no doubt then that the star came from Satan. It directed uh, these uh, astrologers, which the Bible doesn't mention how many were there. It could have been two, three, four, twelve, fifty, a caravan of them. I don't know. It doesn't mention. So. But he's told that uh, they uh, had knowledge of the prophecies, that the Hebrews were waiting for it to be fulfilled. So they went to Jesus, they paid homage to him as the king, uh, that he was going to become for God's kingdom, as he mentioned in the scriptures. And of course, everyone was expecting that Jesus will take over a human kingdom and will rule in the way that humans have been ruling. But of course, uh, we know that God had other 
purpose in regards to his kingdom through Jesus. So the astrologers went in and they were told after the visit to go on another way. So they did not return to Herod as Herod instructed them to do. And so when you look into history, uh, you find who was this Herod? Well, he was known as Herod the Great. And today I am going to base the uh, scriptures and I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 2 and then also chapter 13 and also Mark chapter 6. So we are going to find out about uh, this was also prophecy that was going to be fulfilled. And so Herod, King Herod the Great. Herod, and this is according to uh, information that they have found in regards to this man, King Herod the Great, as other also kings that rule in the time of Jesus and after Jesus when the apostles uh, were doing the preaching work in Rome. So King Herod was, uh, he was intelligent. We can say that. He was a great builder. So he was, he had built many things in the city. And one of these structures uh, that he built was what is known as the Fortress Masada. Fortress of Masada. Which are still visible in Israel. And the reason why he built this is because he was afraid that someone will take his kingdom. Apparently he didn't plan on dying as we humans do. But anyways, um, he even had, he was a tyrant. He was a cruel man, violent. And so he even had his own sons executed because he did not want anyone to take over his kingdom so uh, he preferred according to uh, what they say that pigs rule over his kingdom instead of his sons so this is the same man that and this is why we say and we conclude that this star that these astrologers saw, which astrologers were doing something that God did not approve in the first place. Uh, it had to do with astrology, with foretelling the future. And this is something that is still done in our days with the horoscopes. Uh, such things have satanic background they don't come from God and so uh, we, I'm going to read again the scripture in uh, Isaiah 47 because Satan 
Satan can know the the preoccupations humans may have because he cannot read our thoughts, right? He cannot see our thoughts. Only God can do that. And he cannot tell what is in our heart, but Satan can see the way that we behave. And Satan can take advantage of the troubles that we go through, right? And so I'm going to read from Isaiah 47, 13, and he says this, You are powerless in spite of the advice you get. Let your astrologers come forward and save you, those people who study the stars, who map out the zones of the heavens and tell you from month to month what is going to happen to you. They will be like bits of straw in a fire, and a fire will burn them up. They will not even be able to save themselves. The flames will be too hot for them not a cozy fire to warm themselves by. That is all the good they will do you. Those astrologers you've, you have consulted all your life, they all will leave you and go their own way and none will be left to save you. And so uh, we are told this, but then also uh, in other scriptures, we know that um, God condemns uh, foretelling of the future as if as if a human can actually tell what another human's future is going to be and that contradicts contradicts um, free will only God can actually have told us what the future is going to be and it depends on us humans to make that decision in regards to what our human our what our future is going to be like so then in regards to the star that directed these magi these astrologers they were already working in conjunction with Satan because whatever they were telling people and foretelling people it did not come from God it came from Satan Satan who also has the power to make things appear to be in a certain way and so we have that this man who was violent who even had his own sons killed because he did not want them to over to, to take over his uh, rulership. This is the man that that they were directed to. So it was none other than Satan because this man was ready to kill anyone who was to be a king and of course the Hebrews were waiting for a king 
So that is what they told him. Now, uh, God tell the warn. God warns the astrologers not to go back to Herod and to go back another way. And so they do. They go back another way. Herod still waiting for these um, astrologers to come by and tell him where exactly is the location where Jesus is at. And so uh, he has said that he wanted to go and pay homage, obeisance, to do obeisance to Jesus, to worship him. And also, um, he said he wanted to do that. But of course, he was not going to do that. That is not what he wanted. So, Joseph is uh, given in a dream, he's given a vision, right? And we are going to read. And if you have your Bible, I encourage you to read from your Bible. And I am going to read from the New World Translation. Um, we have uh, at jw.org, we have different translations of the Bible. Also, Bible Hub have different translations of the Bible that you can use. And so, it begins on chapter 2 of Matthew in verse 13. And it says, After they had departed, so after the astrologers had departed, look, Jehovah's angel appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Get up, take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I give you word, for Herod is about to search for the young child to kill them, to kill him. So Joseph got up by night, woke up his family, and and urgently, right, um, took along the young child and the child's mother and went into Egypt. So. They escape by night. And that was just in time. That was just in time because uh, Herod was on the way to search for Jesus. And remember, the astrologers had not gone back to tell him where he was. So on 15, he continues and he says, he stayed there until the death of Herod. This fulfilled what was spoken by Jehovah through his prophet saying, out of Egypt, I have called my son. And this is according to Hosea 11.1. 1. And that says, I'm going to read it. 
Hosea. Hosea is one of the small um, books in the Bible. And so Hosea, it says, 11.1. 1. And if you have a Bible with references like this one, uh, you can quickly find the uh, prophecies that are being fulfilled. So 11.1 1 says, When Israel was a boy, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. So this was a reference to Jesus, of course. We know Israel uh, was representing or they were as a group God's people. And so it continues on Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 and he says then Herod seeing that he had been outwitted by the astrologers flew into a great rage and he sent out and he sent out and had all the boys in Bethlehem and in all its districts killed from two years of age and under according to the time that he had carefully ascertained from the astrologers so this this tell us a lot just this few um, scriptures here if you um, consider Satan tactics are going to be the same and this is the way that Satan has continued to do from the beginning of humans until now until the end see how these astrologers that were actually doing something that was not acceptable to God they were or they were directed to these men who was violent But then you will you will maybe ask yourself, well, why will God allow this? And the answer is, remember that God was dealing with humans according to our free will. Since the beginning, Adam and Eve had been given free will. So, God can not deal with us as if that doesn't exist. We have free will. It can be that we have free will and then we don't. And so, God cannot go against his own rules either, against his own word. He's not a human to make mistakes. Sometimes we humans 
uh, we decide to do something and then you know we think about it and we say you know I'm going to change my mind I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore or uh, we say something that we don't carefully think about and then we maybe change our minds and say you know I am going to change my mind and we do and we don't uh, do whatever we said that we were going to do and sometimes even if it's a promise even if it's a contract right and so God does not deal in this way we are in a case that has been brought up God is a God of justice he always deal with us humans because we are intelligent humans we have the ability to discern to take in information to process it to make calculations to gain understanding we have that capacity because God has put it in us in order for us as intelligent creatures to use understanding and make application of these things and so he has said to Adam Adam who sinned against God that the day that he transgressed the day that he disobeys God he will die and so the perfect human Adam was no longer perfect his life even though he had not died immediately died he had transgressed so it was as being dead in God's eyes he died later on in 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 contrast with not dying which uh, that was the purpose of humans to live on forever and so um, there was no one at the time even though that God has said it but humans we didn't know how it was going to turn out how Genesis 3:15 was going to be fulfilled which is the first prophecy but God had already uh, no he already had known how he was going to correct matters so um, he God decided that he was going to allow Jesus to be put into the uh, womb of Mary so that he could become a human a perfect human he was planted in Mary's womb where he grew up to be a human was born to become a human and so God had to allow the situation to continue without having a complete intervention. 
Jesus had to be born as a human in order for him to replace the human that had turned out disobedient. And so, uh, God had to deal with the situation in the way that humans deal with the situation. So, he tells Joseph, get up and take your, your, your wife and take your child or take the child to Egypt and flee there. And so, they continue living there for some time. Jesus cannot be turning into an angel as, uh, or an archangel as he was before. Jesus had to continue living as a human and live amidst and among humans, imperfect humans, in order to fulfill uh, God's word. And so, um, Jehovah, God, as well as Jesus, had to deal with the situation in the midst of imperfect humans in order for him to become a redeemer or someone who will replace Adam, the man that has brought us into the situation that we are as sinners and dying because of our sins because we are found sinners. So instead of inheriting life, we inherited sin and death. But through Jesus, that will be uh, reversed. And so, but Jesus is not a man yet. He is a child. So they uh, have to do according to the direction that God is giving them, but God cannot intervene fully because otherwise then he will be going against his own word. And so they continue living there. But then, uh, let me continue. So we know that Herod was a very bad man. He proved to uh, kill these uh, children and one thing to note in here in regards to the timing right because uh, we um, we tend to um, see or imagine and it is important how we see how we imagine Jesus to be because usually we are directed to see Jesus in a manger as a baby and every year people remember him in a manger as a baby but that is not the way that Jesus said to be remembered in the scriptures Jesus commanded that we remember his death because that is what is the value the value of his death the sacrifice that he did that is what redeem us. And when you think about also, um, when we are born, what, what do we have? 
who are we when we are born? We're babies. When we're born, we're just babies with a name, a name and a last name. That's it. It is as we grow older and as we start uh, doing for ourselves that our name means something, right? Uh, let's say, depending on what we decide to do in life, uh, for example, in, in, in Jesus' situation, he died. They killed him. He died a perfect human being. So his life uh, could be given in exchange of all of us. He balanced out what was lost through Adam because uh, Jesus was a perfect human being. So it could be also, right, when uh, we grow up to be adults and how are we recognized by others it matters it matters what we do it matters um, the way that we comport ourselves what we do with our lives and uh and, and we can feel proud of what um, we have done right and others can feel proud of us too like for example um, depending on whatever career uh, a child who has grown to become a man or a woman have decided to do, uh, his or her parents are very proud of this uh, child, a family member that maybe is the first one to do this and or do that. And so they feel proud and, and, and the person himself or herself feel proud of accomplishing something right and being honored because of uh, the accomplishments so it is in the same way now Jesus uh, it, it is in the same way when it comes to uh, Jesus Christ and his accomplishments of course his accomplishments accomplish even more because we now have the opportunity to live through Jesus. Because it is as he covers us. He becomes our intermediator between us and God. And it is because of that and becoming followers of the Christ that we can have a good standing before God even though we are imperfect human beings. Of course, um, it, it does matter that we become true followers of the Christ, right? So continuing now, oh, and I was going to mention that the age, right? Because of the, uh, we tend to imagine Jesus in a manger and the situation is put there as if time did not pass. But we know that from the time that Jesus was born, there was many things that Mary and Joseph had to do in order to fulfill the law. Um, then from that, uh, the astrologers did come to Jesus, but Jesus was not in a manger. Uh, Jesus was already an infant. And the times uh, back then, people didn't have any cars to travel distance. So they travel from, from, from different distance, 
but it took them uh, a long time it took them a long time for them to get from one place to another so it had it must have taken taken them many months in order for them to first go to Herod because they were not directed first to to Jesus of course because this was Satan's door and so um, they were directed to Herod who was a very violent man and so um, which is the tactic that Satan uses he, he will continue to use these tactics Satan he directed these men who were doing something against God anyways already by being astrologers as according to the scriptures there in Isaiah 47 13 and other scriptures also and once this man knew about Jesus and this is the king that the Jews were waiting for then of course this was going to make this man angry and that's what happened right it says that he went and according uh, to the time that he had carefully ascertained from the astrologers so it had been many months maybe Jesus was around two years old he calculated by the time that he went to um, maybe a year and a half maybe two years so he ascertained from the time that they left the astrologers left from his uh, palace from his place to Joseph and from the time that they should have come back to him but they didn't so he calculated all the time he knew uh, because of the location because um, he knew that um, the scriptures has said that because the astrologers told them that they knew that the Jews were waiting for this and so um, he killed all these male children complete badness wicked men but yet God had to allow the situation and um, he had to 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 utilize God had to utilize whatever means that were available to Joseph and Mary so it was for them to flee to Egypt and they stayed there and then on 17 Matthew um, 2 17 chapter 2 verse 17 continues and he says then was fulfilled what was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet who said a voice was heard in Ramah weeping and much wailing it was Rachel weeping for her children and she was unwilling to take comfort because they are no more this is in reference to the children that uh, Herod had just assassinated he had just killed um, trying to kill Jesus and Rachel uh, was the second wife of Jacob and 
uh, he is the second wife that he had to work seven more years for. And so Rachel weeps over her sons because they are descendants. They all are in reality uh, of the same lineage. So that is, but it was prophesied through Jeremiah that this will happen. So it continues on 19, on Matthew 2, 19, and it says, When Herod had died, Jehovah's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel for those who were seeking the life of the young child are dead. Right? So... Um, if you notice, since the beginning in the Bible, it mentions that there is angelic presence here on earth. And the messages have been given to specific humans. It has been given at the time that a prophecy is about to be fulfilled or that it should be fulfilled in a certain specific time, in a certain specific place, through a certain specific human or humans or group of humans. If you note in the Bible, it is always that way. And then always also the prophecies always back one another. People in the past have foreshadowed what the future will be what the prophecies are and how they are going to be fulfilled. This is the way that is always going to be with God and humans. And it is always with God's purpose or relating to God's purpose. Because remember, we do have intelligence, we have discernment, we have understanding, we have um, all these things that we can use in order for us to make and take decisions for ourselves, for our personal lives. So it is not God, it isn't that uh, God is going to, um, for example, someone um, may uh, say, well, you know, uh, I am going to wait on Jehovah for, uh, for me to know what to do in this matter or in that matter. Well, it is good that we take into consideration the principles that the Bible give us. But when it comes to matters that are of a personal importance, we have to use our free will in order for us to do that. And depending on the decisions that we uh, take and make, then it will um, then be our decision and the consequences which will have to be calculated also as we make the decisions because uh, we all can make decisions, take decisions, but then there are also good consequences out of the decisions that we make and take or outcomes. And then there are also bad consequences from our decisions depending on the decisions that we make and take. So um, continuing over here, um, 
they are told to get up and go and so uh, on 21 he says so he got up and took the young child and the child's mother and entered into the land of Israel so they went back again to Israel and but on 22 he says but hearing that Archelaus ruled Judea instead of his father Herod he was afraid to go there so moreover being given divine warning in a dream he withdrew into the territory of Galilee so one of the child of this man of this bad wicked man who was violent uh, very violent he um, had this son Archelaus who was ruling Judea instead of his father Herod it tells us there so what happens then uh, they go they go um, into another area instead so it says on 22 but hearing that Archelaus ruled Judea instead of his father Herod he was afraid to go there moreover uh, being given divine warning in a dream he withdrew into the territory of Galilee so if you look into a map uh, you will see that they were further they went further north from where they originally were and so on 23 says and he came and settled in a city named Nazareth in order to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet he will be called a Nazarene right so um, Nazarenes Nazarenes were dedicated people to God and so in the same way uh, Jesus was going to be dedicated to doing the will of God and so it was proper for him to go into that city it was also fulfilling uh, the prophecies and these prophecies were told uh, through Isaiah Jeremiah and um, in chapter 11 1 in Isaiah and uh, Jeremiah 23 8 and Zechariah 3 8 and so from there that is what we know about Jesus so far they sell they settled there um, everything was to fulfill prophecy everything was fulfilling prophecy everything that they were doing and of course they were following the direction of the angels and so we have here uh, growing up in Nazareth all the scriptures uh, all the scriptures point out to Jesus growing up in Nazareth and living a life just as any other human uh, Jesus 
uh, wasn't this rather unimportant small city and as, as I mentioned if you look in the map from where they were to where there um, they went it was way up north uh, in got in the Galilee area and there was a sea in there the Sea of Galilee was there so uh, besides in, in later on in the scriptures mentioned that Mary Joseph and Mary uh, did have other children did have uh, so he had uh, Jesus had uh, half brothers and some of them uh, for example James the book of James James was a half brother of Jesus and then there were also Joseph, Simon, and Judas, who were not Judas Cariot, but other named Judas, who were also half-brothers of Jesus, born to Joseph and Mary. But they also had girls, Jesus' half-sisters. So Jesus at least had six younger brothers and sisters and of course um, we know about Elizabeth uh, who lived near or close to Galilee in Salom and so um, Elizabeth the one who had the son named John John the Baptist and so the, he 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 grew up in this family setting just as any other family and it tells us in matthew 13 matthew 13 55 he mentions in regards to uh, that is where we know that Joseph was a carpenter he had a business of carpentry most likely um, he also taught Jesus to become a carpenter in 55 and 56 of Matthew chapter 13 he says, is this not the carpenter, carpenter's son? So it's referring to Joseph as a carpenter. And then they say, is not his mother called Mary? And his brothers, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are not they all with us? Where then did he get all of this right this is later on later on we will consider this but the reason why I'm mentioning this is because he, he states where uh, we get the um, that he was a carpenter or that that was a skill that they had and 
um, that was the business that they had as a family and or Joseph Joseph being the carpenter and then also Jesus also learning uh, this trade of carpentry and so we know that that is the way that they support themselves for their living to pay for their living and of course um, in the other scripture that is mentioned is through through Mark chapter 6 verse verse 3 it says this is the carpenter right and now they are not referring to Joseph they are referring to Jesus as the carpenter so we know that Jesus also participated in this business and there is a time where Joseph is not mentioned no more so it could be supposed that Joseph has died hello how are we doing today someone has joined welcome you are welcome and so in um mark mark chapter 6 verse 3 he says this is the carpenter so they are referring now to jesus as being the carpenter so now we know that jesus most likely took over the business and being the eldest most likely he stay with his family until he turned 29 years old or about 30 years old and then we know that uh, he started the ministry after getting baptized but the law required that children stay with their family to help them out and Jesus did that it shows that he did that so in this scripture is mentioned um, this is the carpenter the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, is it not? And his sisters are here with us, are they not? So they began to stumble because of him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his home territory and among his relatives and in his own house. So, and this I will consider later on but the reason is that they are saying this is a carpenter this man they are referring now to Jesus um, they are referring to him as they know him as just being a man who has a business he's a carpenter and now Jesus is saying that he is the Messiah that he is the Christ so they are stumbled and that is why Jesus tells them that a prophet is not without honor except in his own home, in his own territory, and among his relatives. Meaning that, um, you know, your own family member will doubt 
that maybe you can do this or you can do that or that you have become this and or you have become that or that you even have some some certain skills and talents that maybe they don't see it because you're you know <laughs> you're their relative so that is what he was pointing out but the reason why the scripture i am mentioning this scripture is to show um, that what is spoken in regards to the life of jesus from the time when they returned to egypt they settle in nazareth they stay there um, jesus becomes a carpenter just like joseph and uh, there is a point where joseph is not mentioned anymore so um, most likely he he died and jesus is the one who takes over and he fulfilled the law because he stays with the family until the legal time for him that for him to leave that he can be considered um not an adult because he was considered an adult already right but he had the responsibility to help the family for some time before he could uh take in uh independence from uh, the parents so most likely as it is mentioned in the law because mary and joseph were spiritual people so they were instructed for them for the parents in deuteronomy deuteronomy chapter six and it starts on verse six and it tells this to the israelites and i'm going to start from verse four it says listen O israel jehovah our god is one jehovah you must love jehovah your god with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength these words that i am commanding you today must be on your heart so this is what god is telling to the parents and of course he tells this through the guidance of moses and so he tells them um, on deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 7 he says and you must inculcate them the words the teachings of god you must inculcate them in your sons and speak of them when you sit in your house and of course this includes also the daughters so you and your sons and daughters and speak of them when you sit in your home in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up tie them as a reminder on your hand and they must be like a handband on your forehead write them on your doorpost of your house and on your gates so jehovah god want the israelites to pass on these instructions from god and they must do this at all times at all times when they walk on the road uh, when they are sitting down for dinner time or breakfast when they go to sleep when they get up so um, they have to be concentrating in teaching their children to know God the only true God 
And so Jesus uh, was instructed most likely by Joseph and Mary in these uh, ways. We know from what we read in the scriptures that according to Luke 4.16 that according to his custom, Jesus, according to his custom on the Sabbath day, he went to the synagogue and he will read from the scrolls. So, um, as a human being, remember, these, these were things that were given through angels. The scriptures are composed of prophecies, of God's purpose, of messages that were sent through angels, to the humans, to the prophets, so they could prophesy. This happened all before Jesus was born, and most likely some of it must have been Jesus giving these messages to these prophets to read. Um, um, not to read, but to not to just read, but to all to write it and then also to read from it. So Jesus didn't say, well, you know, um, I was part of this. We know that he was obedient. As a teenager, he was obedient. It doesn't speak much in regards to Jesus' life until when he begins uh, to fulfill the prophecies regarding the preaching and teaching work, regarding the ministry, which is the way that God now um, has purpose in order for to serve as means of salvation to humans but um, and also we know that Jesus Jesus knew that he was a going or he he was the son of God because Mary had told him these things Mary and Joseph most likely had told them in regards to um, all the things that had happened when he was a baby when he was visited by the angels or they were visited by the angels Joseph was visited by angels Mary was visited by an angel and they continue to have guidance through these angels that God has sent and he knew that he had a purpose that he uh, what had been told to Mary he knew these things but he didn't have full knowledge of his purpose until he got baptized God spoke from heaven and then he retired to the wilderness and spent there 40 days and 40 nights which Moses had foreshadowed and so then uh, spending time with his father his heavenly father knowing that he is this human but that he was also uh, the Archangel Michael in heaven who now has been commissioned to the earth and to continue to fulfill prophecy so again this is something that was foreshadowed by Abraham and Isaac as uh, we know that God had asked Abraham to take Isaac and to give him as a sacrifice and of course God told him later on 
uh, not to do it. But it foreshadowed what God was going to do. So prophecy uh, confirms what prophecy is and what God has spoken. And it continues to be confirmed through other prophecies and through other means in different times. And so we will continue to have this. We will continue to, to have the same way God will continue to deal with us because uh, we do have free will. And so God will uh, deal with us through the same means that he has done in the past. Of course, after Armageddon, it's not going to be regarding our salvation. But in order for us to continue living under God's subjection. And so next week, I will consider, I will continue uh, the consideration of the scriptures. And it's going to be uh, based on, um, on Luke chapter 2, right? Chapter 2 is a long chapter, so it will be chapter 2, um, verses 40 to 52. And um, when this is when Jesus is 12 years of age, which is the next time that we know about Jesus, right? So we know when uh, he was about, he was a baby, he was about two years old. They uh, flee to Egypt and they come back, they settle in, um, they settle in Nazareth, uh, but they all had to travel to Jerusalem. Uh, every anyone and everyone who wanted to worship Jehovah God had to travel from wherever they were they had to travel to Jerusalem to give worship and so they were in Nazareth and they had to travel there and so that uh, will conclude uh, the consideration in regards to Jesus life up to that time so that will be for next week and so um, I thank you for joining me today and uh, tomorrow I will be talking in regards to uh, the book of Revelation and so it is going to be another interesting session another in interesting topic in regards to um, how God is continuing to reveal what will happen to the future and uh, how prophecy has been fulfilled how prophecy is being fulfilled now and how it will continue to be fulfilled. And so on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I have a general topic. So uh, that is the time that I have set out for spiritual matters, right? So we all should set out some time for spiritual matters. And so um, if you want to have a personal study of the Bible online you can do you can visit jw.org or if you want a Bible study that you want to study um, with another human we are available online so whatever um, means that you have through zoom uh, FaceTime messenger or um, through the telephone we are conducting Bible studies, right? So the goal is for us to become followers of the Christ in the manner that the Christ has set for us to do.
And so I thank you for joining me today. And my name is Judith Mendoza. I am an ordained minister and a witness of Jehovah. I hope you have a beautiful day today. Thank you for joining me.